3: We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held in Aboriginal land, the land of the Wawundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we would like to pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging, and their multiple birth parents of children with disabilities. And this week's episode is with a famous podcaster and mother of twins.
4: This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so if you don't like your kids hearing that, then don't listen to it in front of them. But if you don't care, hi, kids. (laughs) And we want to introduce our, I think, we've fangirled over her for a long time. Michelle Laurie is on the podcast today.
2: Hello and welcome. I love
4: your podcast. I'm fangirling too. I love your podcast. Oh, thank you. I have to tell you, um, one of my twins was obsessed with you for a really long time. (laughs) And when it was your night on the project, he would be like, Mum, Mum, the beautiful woman's on the beautiful woman oh. with the beautiful hair.
5: And I was like, yes, she is.
4: I, <laughs> so gonna I haven't say told him yet. He must love
5: makeup. He must love hair and makeup. He must.
4: Yeah. He must. He also said that um, he calls Joel Creasy that beautiful young man. So you know, <laughs>
5: <laughs> he must yes, love a bit he, of hair and makeup. <laughs> he loves hair and makeup, your boy. He does. Yes, my son. My son's the same, Louis. I'll never forget one time we were at a cafe. He was like four or five, and the waitress. Came over and she did have beautiful makeup, and he just goes, Oh, nice makeup. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and she probably loved it. And what did
5: she, she say? She did. She went, Oh, thanks. Oh, gorgeous. <laughs> and it's Fabulous. because,
4: Well, I can't speak for you, but my children live with a mother that doesn't do that.
5: <laughs> so. Oh, I do. I, I mean, I love it. I do it. I, I, I used to. Uh, just do it on Saturday nights. Sometimes I still do, but I used to just sit here on Saturday nights and just put on a full face just for fun. I love makeup so much. And Louis actually got me onto this uh, YouTuber called, uh, what's his name, Charles? Yes, I know him. Yeah, right beautiful. here. Beautiful. Yeah, he's stunning. And so I've bought some of his makeup. Yes. Palette, which, yes. Mecca. Oh, my God, they're beautiful. Yes. The pigment. Oh, so beautiful. He's- so, yeah, Louis very proud. Ah.
3: Oh. Well, we're rapt to have you. We love a twin mum. Yeah. So let's get to our questions and All then right. we'll
4: get started. So first question, do you have a song or a band or a piece of music or something that either gets you through good times or helps you get through the shit?
5: I have lots. I mean, I listen to a lot of music and certainly in the mornings I always put music on, to firstly to drown my children out. <laughs> and secondly, um, I find it does really soothe them, you know, yeah. soothes the savage beast. Yes. Uh, but at the moment, I'm listening to Prince's 1999. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. And that's because uh, Dave Chappelle got me back onto it, you know, at the beginning of one of his recent specials on Netflix. Dave Chappelle's my fave. And he sings it just acapella oh. just before he comes on. Um, yeah, I try to run from my destruction. <laughs> oh, so I didn't even care. And he sings it kind of off key, but it sounds amazing oh, when he yeah. sings it. And he got me back onto that song, so yeah. that's my go-to at the moment. Yeah, that is a good album. Yeah, I need to listen Amazing. to that again. Yeah, mm.
4: super good.
3: Okay, and what about? Did you win any awards at school? No,
4: <laughs> no. Good, you're in good company.
3: Oh, yeah.
5: <laughs> and also, it was the eighties. They didn't just give them out. I know. Now make sure. I'm sure they got a list and they just tick it off and make sure everyone gets one. Now. Yep. But no, nah, mate, they didn't at my school. No, we no. didn't even have shoes. No we didn't get awards. <laughs>
3: Yeah, there was no awards. No. I've just joined a local Facebook group with from my area of the high school I went to and everyone. I wrote, does everyone remember the bomb threats in the 90s? And, yes. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, they were the best days of my life. And I was like, yeah, whenever it was a double maths, bomb threat, out we went. <laughs> on the Oval. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Everyone on the Oval, yep. all the cool down the back smoking. school I went to. Yeah. Same. Yeah, 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 but
5: seriously, in primary school, a lot of kids didn't have shoes, you know, because I was in yeah. Queensland Yeah, and yeah. my kids just can't get over it. And and not, I, I say, not even that, no one cared, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no one, the teachers, it's not like they pulled them aside and went, oh, no, don't you have shoes? No one cared. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Completely different. Yeah, it wasn't Com- a thing.
3: No, no. <laughs> and I mean,
5: we are
4: helicopter parents now because we've lived through the 80s and um, seen all the terrible things that happened, but there was some pretty cool things about <laughs> growing up where no one gave a shit.
5: I'm actually not a helicopter parent at all. Yeah. I'm I'm much more still the, you know, don't you have shoes? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, that's all yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: I only helicopter, probably I helicopter the twins more than anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but anyway, that's all right. Mm-hmm. But they do still. I mean I say I helicopter, but I let them play with power tools. So <laughs> sure. You know, it depends what your version.
5: <laughs> my twins my twins helicopter each other. Yeah. They're me a bit, you yes. know. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm. Yep, yep. yep, yep.
4: Mm. All right. And our very last question is why are you a pee? Well, I have
5: twins, obviously. Yes. And also my uh well, I don't even know how to say it. I don't know. My my son, I guess, is Non-neurotypical, is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah, that's right. We're kind of, we're new. We're, yeah, new, we're yes. newbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah that's, so, what, that's what we say yeah. about my boys too. They're not neurotypical.
5: Yeah. Okay, so we're noobs. I have a friend called Nellie Thomas who yes. is so good at this and she's always trying to help me <laughs> get better at it, get my head around it, and I'm resisting, to be honest. But, um, yeah, so I don't know how to describe it any better than that. But Yeah,
4: um, and, I mean, yeah. we are hoping there's one day when we don't even have to describe it because who gives a shit we're just kids you know we just have kids
5: and they're just people it's interesting we've sort of pulled back from yeah he and I have pulled back from it we went down that journey of like pediatricians and Ritalin and all that stuff and it kind of ruined our lives it ruined his life like it he used to be a really sociable kid and loved school so much and has always been a social butterfly and then all of a sudden he withdrew at school and mm. went through this really, yeah, really hard time in his life. And in fact, a year ago, wouldn't go to school. Mm. It was really hard, hard, hard. So we went through this process of pulling back and now here he is uh, back to himself with no, no intervention, no medication. He still sees a great pediatrician and all that. Yeah. Um so it's been a really interesting journey, isn't it? It is a it's a journey.
4: Yeah, well, I know, and we hate the journey word, but it is.
5: Do we? But it's no, journey. no. I'm joking, no. just as people. Oh, good. you know, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, we just no, mean, no, no, from not... Australian Idol. You know, yeah, 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 it's yeah. a journey. Don't mind me. I'm really afraid of making a mistake. I'm really oh. afraid of saying the wrong thing. No, like, don't
3: just, worry oh. about that with
5: us. No, we no. We want to be anti that. Yes,
4: we're as the best we can. Absolutely hate as our listeners will know the whole cancel culture. You Say one thing, and that's it. You're out.
5: I keep saying to my kids, my kids are so worried about cancer. I go, mate, I've been cancelled like three or four times. It's yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It is like,
3: okay. Exactly. Right. Yep. yep, Can you go back a little bit and tell us about like your pregnancy with the twins and your birth and all of that? Or doesn't have to be yeah. big detail, but <laughs> did you have them
5: on time? Did you have them prem? Uh, I, they're I, IVF twins. Yep. So, you know, it, it was uh, took a while. I mean, we were really lucky once we started IVF, got pregnant really quickly. Yep. I'll never forget this lady who was in there. It was her 11th go mm. at egg retrieval without success. Yeah. And she literally knew all the nurses. She knew the whole drill. And she was sort of being really upbeat about it and kind of joking about that. But, of course, we all knew oh, the heartache behind yes. that. Yeah. Uh, gosh, it's, I've got shivers up my spine yes. just thinking yes. about it. Um, so that was 11 years ago and I've never stopped wondering did yes. you get there yes yep yeah yeah and so we made it on the the second go actually and um you know it's such a weird journey I'm using that word again <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but like so you go yeah you, you take all these drugs you know you go and have these scans and they go okay you've I think I got like six follicles or whatever they call them so then you go and have them retrieve. By the time you go in there, they go, Oh, you lost one. Hmm. Oh. oh shit, I'm down to five. Yeah. Then, then then they ring you a few days later and they go, Oh, we lost another two. Mm. Oh, what do you mean? Well, oh, they weren't viable or oh, something. So yeah. as the days creep by, you see them going down, down, oh. down, down. So in the end, when we got to implantation day, we had two left. Yeah. Wow. Oh. And that's them. Yeah. <laughs> They were were sticking around. Isn't that amazing? amazing. And the funniest bit is I remember the moment I was impregnated and their father Adrian was circling the block because he didn't want to park.
4: How's that? If that's not a story of a man doing what men do best, nothing is. It's a useless task. Yes. Yes, Yes. Mandy a long time ago said to me, men are really, really good at random useless tasks. So, So, you know, know, like
3: Christmas Eve, my husband was weeding around the cubby. And I was like, it's not really a time to
4: be weeding around the cubby. We love you, but maybe. There's a lot
3: of things to be done
4: in this
5: house. You could wrap
4: presents or peel potatoes, you know. (laughs)
5: I know. But you've got to seem so appreciative, though, haven't you? That's great, babe. But, no, that's honestly great. I didn't. I came out and I said, I don't know why you're doing
3: this around the cubby. Come in. Pick up all the undies. I know, right? <laughs> what are you doing? Just, what are you doing? It's the only time I bagged him on the podcast, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't okay, listen. So, yeah, two two babies went in, two, two embryos. And yeah, then... they
5: did. And then you wait two weeks to see if they're still there. <gasps> oh,
4: that must be a hard two weeks. Oh,
5: It is. But then, of course, so exciting as well. So you're constantly juggling this yeah. Yeah. excitement, but, uh, yeah, you know, expectation management at the same time and, it is, yeah, but really exciting. And then go and have the scan. And when you're that tiny bit pregnant, when you're only two weeks pregnant, they the embryos look like they're flashing lights. I don't oh, know if you've heard that no. before. Oh it's So awesome. So I'm lying there on the table, and he's got the wand. Yes. You know, and he's looking around, looking around, and suddenly we see this on the screen. This flashing light. Flashing, oh. flashing. He goes, there it is. That's that's it. That's the baby." Oh. He goes, "It's stayed. It's stayed." Oh. oh. It's there, and then and then I go. Well, what about the other one? And he, and he looks down at his paper and goes, "Oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> and then he and then he turns it around, and then blink, blink, uh, blink. There's another one. Yeah, pretty right. great. Pretty what great. did you think? I, you know, just beside myself, just so happy. And again, Adrian wasn't there. Um, I had to go out and ring him. <laughs> yep. Oh. So that was his way of managing expectations. But, um, <laughs> put it politely Yep. but to be fair with him he wasn't there the day I decided to go for twins that's a whole other great story yeah because I knew that he wouldn't go through IVF again so I literally said chuck two in (laughs) so yeah so he was a bit yeah dazzled by the whole thing but um (laughs) but then the pregnancy was great it was just great I was 37 so you know I was uh uh, what do they call it Geriatric, geriatric yeah terrible term stunning term and um so it was great I loved it loved it loved it I was in Brisbane so it was you know uh lovely healthy weather and healthy yeah all good. um and then I had pre which I didn't even know I went yes. on a Friday morning a month before they were due and five weeks before and they said oh you've got pre you've got to have them today so oh was so my excited. gosh <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, "Yes, I get <laughs> to see them. I get to see them. I just yes. to see them." You know? Did you know yeah. what you were having? Yes, because I went for so many scans. Yeah. I, I like paid for extra scans. I just yeah. used to think, "I want to see the babies." Yeah, oh. I'm have a scan. Oh,
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. So you had them that day. Did you have a Did you have a Caesar then, or did they induce you, you? Or yep. I was always having a
5: Caesar. I was yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not going there. No. So um. <laughs> Yeah, had a caesarean. It was wonderful. It was great. Got the photos of them from when they first came out. My mum took photos. It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. And actually I remember being so off my face because my um, blood pressure was really high and so they had to give me this, yeah, this drug to make it crash down. And again, Adrian, stressing out. So I thought, I know, I'll I'll help him calm down. I'm I'm so off my face. So. I started talking to him about his favourite TV show, <laughs> which was Ice Road Truckers. <laughs> so he says to me later, he goes, do you have any idea how insane you sounded?" <sighs> he goes, you are on the operating table, they're operating on you and you are just talking about Ice Road Truckers.
3: <laughs> and you were trying to calm him down. Yeah. Oh, my and gosh, women.
5: And I'm and I'm thinking to myself, why isn't he engaging? Like I'm trying to talk. <laughs> so rude. And uh, he's just thinking, oh my god, she's losing it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that is the greatest. After I had my third child, she was an emergency cesarean, and my I have a brother it's documented well in the podcast who is a heroin addict, and um, mum is very switched on to eye, eye pupil size. Oh, right. Okay. Anyway, so I'm lying in bed mum comes to visit, walks over to me, lifts up my eye and goes, you're high. Oh. I'd had pethidine oh. for delivering a morphine. I was like, mum, this is actually not high. I am, but this is actually medicinal. You're pinned. <laughs> you're bloody pinned. Yeah, oh pinned. Okay. I was like, thanks for the support, Estelle. Thanks. They-
3: <laughs> she was on oh, to you. Stale. She was
4: on to me oh. lying there using drugs oh, after giving was birth. Wo- <laughs> so I waited nine months, mum.
3: <laughs> yeah,
5: oh. And did they go to the nursery or anything or did they stay with you? Or? They were there for three weeks, actually. Louis was pretty, or Dali was pretty much ready to roll, my yep. daughter, but Louis was a bit smaller and his lungs weren't quite ready. Yeah. And he was so cute. He f- used to forget how to breathe. Yeah, you know, And especially he couldn't drink and breathe at the same time. Yeah. All that. <laughs> So um it was actually fantastic because I didn't have any friends with babies either. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um for, for that three weeks I got to sit in the nursery yeah. and learn. Yes. Yeah. And with the nurses, with the with the midwives and with the nurses yep. and the other mums, and it was it was awesome. Just me and them, and I'd be there at one and two in the morning. It was so quiet. Yes. And I'd talk and ask all the questions and it was a really beautiful time. I loved it. Yeah. yeah.
4: And were you working?
5: I managed in a beautiful moment of timing, I managed to have the babies a week before I, my holidays started. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so I worked the morning they were born on oh breakfast, breakfast radio in Brisbane. <gasps> yeah. And then I had the babies on the Friday night, I had the week off afterwards, slack like bitch, but anyway, so I had that week <laughs> off and then I had six week holiday. Yep. And then I was back at work in the January. Oh my uh, word. But that's yeah, tough. Were you breastfeeding, expressing, formula? What I, did you do? I couldn't, I couldn't breastfeed. I just couldn't, you know, the one one bad moment I had with a midwife was I was trying to, to breastfeed and I was breastfeeding Louie and I thought, oh, I've got it. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. And he just came over and said, yes, smothering him. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was so scared after that i never tried again. So yeah. I expressed and bottle fed. Yes, yes, yes. Thin, yes. But, like. Six weeks or two months, yeah, and was then so you're exhausted. Like, oh,
3: it's exhausting. Especially
4: if you're going back to work. Yeah. I mean, yes. no one's as tired yeah. as a twin parent, except triplet parents, I know. Yeah,
3: they're more tired. Oh. They're
4: the only ones. They're the only ones. Yeah. It's yeah. absolute exhaustion. And I
3: remember looking down, and I couldn't even see my littlest twin's face because my boob was so big. <laughs> yeah, I know, she at was six. tiny. <laughs> Mine were born at 31 weeks, so she was just, <laughs> I was just like, where is her head? I probably am smothering her. <laughs> I know, I just was too scared after that.
4: Yeah, I know. So, oh, it's yeah. a different journey. And when I would breastfeed, they would lose weight because it was too much energy to feed. So yeah. you could only feed once or twice a day. The rest of the time you had to express. You're trying to mix that air amongst working and managing a household. Come on.
5: Yeah. It was yeah. Hard. I, it was hard. But also, I mean, I was lucky because I, I, had, I hired a nanny slash housekeeper. Right. Yeah. Because as a worker a working yeah mother in my profession yes. I always say to the guys I need a wife like, yes wives everyone yes. needs, needs a wife yeah we all need wives yes. right and and so because I was traveling I traveled I think for the first time about three months after they were born I had to come down to Melbourne to work yeah and I look around and all the guys that I came up with they all have these fantastic wives yes, yes. we generally stay at home while yes. they're little bit. yes and organize and organize all their shit. Yeah, oh. their bags, everything, yep. everything. <laughs> so I had to buy one of those. You I did. Know. Um, you bought one Ugh. with this beautiful lady called Erin, who used to come over every weekday, I think, from nine till four, awesome. and take care of the babies and clean the house and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh,
2: it's oh so, yeah,
5: well, you needed it. Oh yeah, mm. you know. I mean, mate, we all need it. I'm aware of that. We all need it, but I could actually afford it because I was. Working oh, and with you had to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the breadwinner.
3: Uh, how we how did you manage them being up all night in between sleeping and trying to get up for radio? How did you do that?
5: I, I waited till Erin got there to sleep. So. Yep. I'd sleep during the afternoon when she was there, but also they were really good babies. They were good sleepers yeah. from about three months. Uh-huh. They okay. slept all night. I have this beautiful niece called Edie who is two and a half and still doesn't sleep all night. And I'm like, I can help. You her. know what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's beautiful, consultant. but I, I, I could fix her. You, <laughs> you, you've broken her. <laughs> You're too nice to her when she wakes up. You're too yeah. nice. <laughs>
3: Did you have experience with babies before you had them? Like you were the first person to have them, but no.
5: No, not since my baby brother, Pete, who was Edie's dad. So I I was seven when he was born and I loved him so much. Yes. uh, Yeah, carry him around and do everything with him. But no, he was the last baby I ever had anything to do with. So Yeah. So how did
3: you have the mouse then? Did you just? Well, again,
5: Erin. Oh, yeah, she taught you all that. nanny, yeah, she was just a beautiful earth mother and she, she was in her forties, but she had a daughter who was, I think, only about seven or eight then, and she just, she just, I don't know, knew what to do. She's just one of those women, beautiful Amazing.
3: Yeah. So you were still in Queensland at that time, and then when did you mm-hmm. move down here?
5: Twenty eleven, I think. We got back here when the kids were two. Okay, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, that would have been a big birthday. deal. It was. It was great. I, I'd been wanting to get back here for a long time, but um, yeah, it was upheaval again. But but no, it's good. It's good, yeah. mm.
4: and then you've pretty much worked the whole way through, haven't you? Like you're you're yeah. the breadwinner,
5: I think. Absolutely, yeah. And my, um, Adrian and I don't live together anymore. Yep. He moved out when they were three, and that's as yep. you would know. Yeah, very common. Yeah, divorce rate, yes, it's among high. parents of multiples, is very high. Yeah. so we managed to not get divorced, but we've never moved in together again. And we we've really found that we need we we just really struggle. Parenting has been really hard on yeah. us. Yep. And yeah, so we sort of, we found we need two ha- houses and we need his, his to escape to. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah.
4: Oh, I think it's a great system. Yeah. <laughs> I am all for that. I think it we just. It does work. I think, I don't know, this is my story, but as women, we've decided yes, we can have amazing careers and amazing families and relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't know if men. They want all that as well, but they don't have to, I don't know, it's probably just a failing in me, but they don't have to work at it as much. They don't have to organise all the shit, the mental load.
5: (sighs) Yeah, but what I find too is that nobody else will let men carry an equal load. Mm. I honestly mean that. I'm not letting them off the hook, but so many times like the school will know that I'm working and that he's not. And I'm like, why do you ring me all the time? I uh, agree. they have another parent. Why is everyone always ringing me about everything? Yeah. Um, and and it seems like yeah. And he will even say to them, "Look, Michelle's working really hard, or Michelle's away, or whatever. Ring me." Yeah. No, they no, just don't
4: think of it. They don't. No, they don't. And I think society or the community, like when my dad, my dad got really sick and passed away when he was on a holiday overseas. So I had to, I had, mm. to, I wanted to fly over there. And so all of my friends would like text my husband and go, oh, the boys have PE tomorrow, um, we're dropping around a casserole, which is lovely and I know people want to support, yeah. but he is actually an adult, he can read a timetable, but there's just this <laughs> general consensus that they can't.
5: <laughs> right? It's called learned helplessness. Yes. And I started to see it with Louis, with my son. I oh. saw him at school so Louis had this teacher, fabulous woman. She's like my age. She's got kids. I was I was really shocked by this. Uh, I knew that he had the girls at his table helping him with his work all the time. He was telling me this, oh this one helps me with that, and this one helps me with that. And I was like, okay, why aren't you just doing your work? <laughs> oh, well they finish quickly, so they just help me. <laughs> said okay so then I go in there to chat with her one day and she goes oh come on Louis we'll get it out of your desk she pulls out his drawer and it just explodes right <laughs> yes crap everywhere and I said Louis look at your desk and she says oh don't worry I'll get the girls to help him clean it up tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I have my mouth open what right right and I said hey can you not like I said he's got a sister who already I have to sort of pull her back and say, stop helping him. Yeah. He's the same age as you. You're twins. Yes. yes. He do it. Yes. You know, stop teaching him helplessness. Like. Yes. Yeah. What did she say? Oh, so yes, of course, of course. Oh, of course, yes, he can do it himself. It's just that <laughs> they like to help him. I oh. know.
4: Well, they don't realise what they're doing at seven or eight or no. nine, do they?
5: They don't. But he has always had that thing going yes. for him, which frankly his dad has too. But I remember in kinder. Hey, the little girls used to put him in the back of a tricycle and ride him around the garden all day. <laughs> he was like, my chariot. Yeah. <laughs> so I've really got to work on him to say, no, you do it yourself. Yeah. But they like it. Yeah, they might like it. <laughs> they won't when they're 44, I can tell you yeah. that. Oh, exactly. When they
3: move you out to another house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell us about the toddler
5: years. What was that like, the, the busyness? Oh, that was hard because I had too many jobs as well. Oh, you know, it's yeah. been a real lesson for me to, and to be honest, it's been hard for me. It's been, I've been resentful sometimes because I like to work. Yeah. I worked so hard on this career. Yes. I started to get lots of really good jobs yes. and then all of a sudden I couldn't do them because, you know, some toddler's woken up with a sore ear again. Yes. And like, <laughs> I know. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so yes. that was a really hard period actually. They yeah, really get sick say, a lot. Oh, it was good, but then I went. No, no, no. No. no,
4: it's
3: Most tough. twin mums, that's the, when the hard yards kick in. Yeah, I think. And and for yeah. my experience, that's when people stop helping you and that's actually when everything gets much harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. always say, when people say to me, oh, my friend's having twins, what should I do to help them? And my advice is invite them around when they're two. Because nobody wants to host a family with two-year-old twins. So (laughs) I always will and I know my house will get destroyed and I don't care. Because yeah, that's yeah. just one day when I lived with it for three years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so don't everyone will go with their cute babies, but no one wants two
5: two-year-olds yeah. coming and distracting your yeah, house.
4: whirlwinds.
5: Yeah, you're so right. And then when they were three, they started three-year-old kinder, and yeah. that was really great because then I met mums. Yeah, for the first time, yeah. I got a circle of mum friends because yeah. I never had a mum's group. Yes, in queens in Queensland, it wasn't a thing when oh. I had the kids. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Um Uh, So when they went to three-year-old kinder, because of the nature of the neighbourhood that we live in, all the mums at this kinder had all been in the mums group together. Yes, And they really welcomed me in. It's the best. They're the same mums who they're at school with now, their kids. Yeah. And so when lockdown, when they all went back to primary school last week, I can't tell you how wonderful it was to not only get them back to school, obviously, but to walk to the gate and see all my friends we were squealing at each other we were just so happy to see each other amazing you really can't know what
4: it's like unless you live through it i'm sorry the rest of australia thoughts thoughts and prayers don't count we really went through (laughs) something we really did
5: (laughs) but also i never knew really what what school mums were going to mean to me like I remember before I had kids thinking oh god god that's going to be annoying like (laughs) you you know I really did I thought oh when your kid wants a friend over and the bloody mum comes and wants to (laughs) sit and have coffee with you how boring yeah and um I can't remember who I think it was George McEncroe actually yeah great comedian who now runs Sheba the car driving service for women and kids George said to me no no School mums, the school mums will save your life. Yes. You, like, you will love them. And yes. I think of it every day. I love them so much. Yep. They are my best friends. I love them. Yeah, so when from the day they went to three-year-old kinder, that just changed everything because suddenly here were these women saying, oh, just drop them over. Yeah. Drop them and run. Oh, it's the <laughs> <I> best. <laughs> you, you haven't,
4: haven't
2: have got a run, hat? Babe. i got
4: a hat in the car. There's always that awesome yeah. mum oh, yeah. that has the hat, the <laughs> Band-Aids. I've got spare undies. You're like, oh, yes. It's my friend Claire. She has yep. everything. She's got like a antibiotics. I don't know, anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you go, she has antibiotics. She's like, Well, I went to Bali once and they didn't <laughs> have them. So she's got everything. So you're just like, yep. We better ask Claire. Let's ask Claire. No, no. <laughs> no
5: you yeah. only need one. Yeah, yeah, you just need one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ours is Donna. Oh. Donna has oh, yes. this Donna. neighborhood. She was born here. She knows everything, everyone, where everything is. Yep. Everyone loves Donna. She loves a house full of kids. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always Donna off to Don Don's, and yep. yeah, yeah, you she's just the centre of, of them. our world. Oh, yeah, they yep. make
4: the world. Well, you can't survive without it, and that's when I think, Mandy and I get a lot of people that are um, rural and regional, and that's tough because we take yeah. it for granted living in the burbs and they don't have it. So they have podcasts yeah. though; <laughs> they yes, just they have do. to yeah. listen.
3: Well, it's just that person you can say, "I'm running late. Can you just wait at the oh, gate with them?" Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah, you absolutely, know? or, you know, take them home yeah. uh, with you, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, they are the best. Or
4: the person that messages going, uh, did you forget to pick up? Oh,
2: fuck, <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> How good is that? Yeah,
5: it was 3.15, mate, not yeah. oh, 3.30. Nothing
4: will make give you an adrenaline rush oh, like that text. Oh, my gosh. That's always the day you like actually, I might just have a tiny snooze on the couch. Oh, no. <laughs> and then you're like, my, I've got like a crease on my face from where I was lying. Everyone
5: knows what I was doing. I <laughs> know. Oh, no. But, I mean, I know, yeah, you're right, there are a lot of regional mums who, who miss out on that. But, you know, there are a lot of virtual kind of yes. ways that you can try to create it. But also for young mums, I think, or mums of younger kids, you know, yeah. you just got to hang in there until you get there, until yeah. you just get to Get to kinder or or preschool or to school, like they're there and reach out and say yes when they go. Oh, a couple of us mums are having a dinner at the tie. To yeah, come yeah. Up. <laughs> oh go. Yes, go, go, you're right. Say yes, absolutely. That's right. We've yeah. been
4: doing um, during lockdown. One of my daughter's boyfriends said we need to do white wine Wednesday because I was really sad one day, so I'm um, not seeing any of the girls and all. He's like, right, um, it's white wine Wednesday, and he came over and we've had white wines every Wednesday, and now. One of the boys that my son, who's old, he's 26, went to school with, his parents, White Wine Wednesday with me on oh, Zoom. I'm like, you yeah. know, these nice. people are going to be there for a long oh, time. No. We're lucky. Yeah. yeah, enjoy them. Tell us about oh, yeah. Kinder.
3: When did things start getting tricky with Louie or was it school
5: or? Well, it's interesting actually. Hang on, I've got to, now I've got to let a cat in. I'll tell you about that as <laughs> well. Oh, Bloody...
4: <laughs>
5: this is the truth of working from that's home.
3: That's right.
1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
5: Oh, this is because I told the kids, I allowed the kids to foster kittens. I've seen them on your Facebook or something. They're so cute. Yes, now we have 10 cats. Oh, my gosh. Yes, because they never got adopted. Oh, help you feed them well no as if anyone helps me do anything (laughs) 10 cats so yeah uh yes hey baby uh so what we're talking about kinder um oh louis yeah so no i didn't notice anything his his year one teacher said to me you know can we talk about louis something you know just something yep and uh I said, okay, and the first thing was she said he was struggling with reading, yep. and then the interesting thing was he did reading recovery, which is, yep. you know, a yep. six-week intensive yep. thing. Yep. With one teacher, boom, wow. could yeah. read at the end of six weeks and is still now a great reader. So that was interesting, but I didn't overthink it. Um, so then once they have this testing that they have, uh, she called in the department, yep. whatever yep. it is, to test them. Then they're sort of locked in to have it repeated every two years. Yep. So then in year three, he did the testing again and that must be the last time he had it, I guess, yeah. And uh, then they called us back in and when we went <laughs> went into the room for the meeting to discuss the results, I noticed a box of tissues on the table. Oh, oh.
0: wow. <laughs>
5: exactly. Uh, wow. So <laughs> yeah. subtle. Hmm. Okay. And I can't remember how they started talking about it, but I realised, okay, this is... But then I'm thinking... But how can it be bad? I live with this person every day. That's, That's exactly
4: right. right.
5: There's no—he certainly doesn't have any behavioural problems. I couldn't see any difference between him and his sister at yeah. all. Yeah, um, he's bad at maths, but I, so am I. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then they slid this report across the table to me, and I could see on it on the top of it this piece of paper that had IQ. Um, yeah. Sort of breakdowns and I he thought did. that was a whisk. whisk he must have done a whisk yeah oh wow. I, I think we're about to get some bad news yeah. but even then you know I know him to be really smart yes so but the interesting thing that got me so I'm reading the report and this one thing stood out like dogs at balls yeah if you don't mind my saying so <laughs> no it said Louis has a poor vocabulary limited right. vocabulary yep. right and I went mm. No, he actually doesn't. I said, Louis is famous for his uh, flamboyant vocabulary. Wow. (laughs) Actually, um, like he's the sort of kid who when he was about three, he just started uh, experimenting with the word embarrassing and it was so cute because he didn't know what it meant. So I'll never forget he said to me one day, oh, this peach is embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Adorable. So he's always like been extend, trying to extend himself with yes. words. He loves words. Yes. yes. Loves it. Even the other day, he said something about the, the. he meant to say genre, but he said the, the, the genry. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So he gets he it. He reads. Yeah. Yes. He reads a lot and he wants to use words, you yeah. know. And so that was really what tipped me off. I went, no, no, no. Okay. There's something weird going on here, but it's not, it's not this. Yeah. What you think it is. And, and there's something we've gone on with the test speaking to his teacher I realized she said he never speaks he never speaks in class okay that's weird because he never shuts up at home yeah well, wow. what's going on yeah. yeah so then we realized uh that he had a confidence issue at school he he freaked out when there was attention on him she'd say yes even even when I say to them um, everyone choose a partner he is paralyzed by yep. that decision yep isn't that is, you're saying yep does that it's 100% my you.
4: my twins, 100%. Really? And when we've done the remote learning, they will run from the room. But if you met them, you'd be like, they'd be like, hey, how you going? You'd be like, oh, God. But if you had them on here, they would refuse to have their, um, sorry, we're on Zoom for people at home. Yeah. They wouldn't have their camera on and they refuse to have their mics on. So I had to email the school and say they will not have their mics on during all of remote learning. So the teachers will wait to the end of the class and then just Zoom then. And even then they only unmute to answer questions because they can't stand the spotlight on them, the focus on them at all. It is, yeah, they can't yeah, do
5: Yeah, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, mm. so he, he hated the camera on during the Zooms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: But I just think that's okay because they will grow up and they will actually work all that out. And we're what we do as a society, especially with our school system, is we force everybody to meet these
5: milestones at the same point. But That's what I kept saying. And so, so I said to them, I said, particularly primary school, I said yeah. well, primary school kind of all about everyone doing the same thing at the same time and same, everyone's got to right. be the same. Yep. And I said when you get to high school, everyone gets to farm out a yep. little bit, you know, spread out, and then after that more so, more so, Yeah. and then we all get to find ourselves. But primary school is really limited, isn't it?
4: It is. And we just, I know it's, it's the only system we've got, but yeah. it's broken. So, yeah. you know, if you're passionate about, I don't know, language and you love using great big words, there's nothing for that in English. You just got to no. do read the same book or do the same essay or whatever they have to run dick run as
5: everybody yeah. else. So, well, so then I took him to this pediatrician's and they took a look at the test as well. And they went, yeah, no, nah, don't worry about that. that. I can see the bits that he's struggled with. And what that says to me is he's got ADHD.
2: Yeah.
5: I said, okay. So they put him on Ritalin. So then, what he says to me now is, you know what? And then I, I told him, oh, you've got ADHD, and because I'm such an insensitive idiot, I thought he'd just go, oh, whatever, what's that? Yeah, he didn't. It really crushed him. Yeah, he felt he felt like a weirdo, and yeah, yeah, and then it just killed his self esteem and. Killed his social skills, so oh, he yeah. ended up having this. Yeah, because this awful it's full time
4: stigmatized. So if he thought ADHD that. meant you're awesome with extra sparkle, he'd be like, yeah. "Yes, I've got this." But that's not how society presents it. So mm. a lot, a lot of kids with ADHD suffer from a lot of depression. It's really common. I just
5: didn't know. I mean, I, yeah. I'm again, I feel like such a buffhead because I was just like, ah, doesn't matter. You've just got ADHD. Yeah, Fine. because you don't yeah,
4: well, mind. That's right, and that is right. That is actually right, but yeah,
5: yeah. So yeah, then he went through this sort of really troubled social stage, and and the funny thing is, so I, we changed schools at the beginning of this year, and I took him to this flash school down the road. It's beautiful. It's really alternate kind of um, school where they've got like two teachers for every twelve kids. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah they they don't call them teachers, they're educators, <laughs> and they don't call them classes, they're cohorts. <laughs> I,
4: I love it and, already.
5: Oh, it's gorgeous! <laughs> it's stunning. It's in Williamstown, you know. It's so, really.
4: I think flashy. I know. I've got a friend who said cool. their child there. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Super cool, and they call the teachers by their first, first names. Yeah. Yep. No uniforms, no homework, and everything's like you know, no no report cards or anything daggy uh, like that. Yeah. Well, Louis was just like, oh, same shit, different bucket. Seriously, yeah. like whatever. His sister was like, I've arrived. <laughs> I can just imagine that. Oh. So after the lockdown and everything, Louis just say to me, Oh, can I just go home? Can I just go back to our normal school? So mm-hmm. he's gone back to the state school. Yeah. She's still there. Yeah, she, loves still there. It. She, loves it. she loves it. She loves it. She's living her best life. She is, but he's just so happy to be back in his school. He's off the Riddle, and he's like just back to normal, which the word I use, the reason I use normal is his. It feels like his self esteem and his happiness level is back to normal. Yeah, and it feels like he's had this big, sort of, you know, time of like, oh, okay, I've I don't know. It's funny how this lockdown has affected all of us. Yeah, it? it's um, yeah, it's brought him back to himself in a weird way.
2: Yeah,
3: which well, is I, I know with my daughter with the intellectual disability, she loved being at home.
5: <laughs> yeah, and
3: there was less pressure on her. There was less anxiety of having to go places. And so then, Well, the thing is, he wanted
5: to be at home. A year ago, yes. he was saying to me, I want to be homeschooled. Yes. And, and I, so I think this taught him no no. no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she's been happy this week. Yeah, So yeah. how are
3: they just to being at different schools then? Because my twins are at different schools.
5: Right, it's been great. So two weeks ago they were sort of both saying, oh, I don't know how I'll go but I want to try it and yep. they both come out of their shells. Dali, his sister, is saying, oh, my God, I'm suddenly getting all this attention and <laughs> and just she, she's such a mother hen. It's like every decision they had to make she would try and
2: yes.
5: negotiate with him so yes. they'd make it together. yes. And at this school, they make they give them a lot of decisions. There's a lot of okay, we have three workshops to choose from. Yeah. (laughs) And they choose together. You know, so now she just gets to choose for herself. And so she's loving that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and he's just loving being himself. It's so yesterday they both said to me independently, So I guess I'm kind of popular. (laughs) that's the best pretty cute yeah Yeah.
4: so cute
3: so they're 11 now yeah they're about to turn 11 in
4: four weeks okay yeah yeah oh Oh, it's actually i really like grade five and six like they're sort of really little people that you can chat with and yeah they're cool getting their own ideas about things
5: Emotional though, right? And and puberty's coming on strong. Yeah, my daughter, eleven. I
3: think I was a bit shocked about that at eleven. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, right.
4: Yeah, we we didn't have, and my boys were a bit later, so it was fine. Yeah,
3: my girls, one
5: of them definitely around eleven, and I was just not used to that. (laughs) And plus, I don't think we talked about. I don't know about you, but. We didn't talk about it. As certainly, I didn't talk openly with my mum. So we've created these really great relationships, but now we've got to live with them. Yes, with <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so, so the things true. that... Oh my god, the things they come out with in the car. I'm like, oh. Okay.
4: oh no. <laughs> I think I've told this on here before, but my daughter had her boyfriend over, and we we're all sitting at the table, which is quite rare because my boys do not like eating, but we we're all at the table. And one of the twins just looked her boyfriend dead in the eye and said, "Um, so do you masturbate?"
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
2: And we're all just yeah. like,
5: well. <laughs> and he's yeah. like,
4: "I can neither confirm nor deny." And they're oh, like, "Good what on you."
5: <laughs> we're having a lot of conversations about sexual thoughts. Yeah. Yes. At the moment. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And a lot of. Private time is being asked yes. for. Yes.
4: So yeah. Which know. is so nice because we just hid all that from everybody as yeah. our generation. Yeah, we, yeah. Sure we got did. all the scars to prove. Yeah, that. I <laughs> reckon.
5: <laughs>
4: so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's amazing. You know. Yeah. Whatever. We're all just muddling through.
5: So no, you've given me so much confidence. Thank you. So that oh. that, that spotlight feeling is is normal and okay. And yep. like I don't there's nothing I should be doing nah. to kind of try and that up and
4: I think it all I think it works itself out and I think Mm. the biggest thing that my evolution of thinking was I used to think about all the things they couldn't do. I mean, they can do most things, but now I just think about the things they can do and they're really good at. But that's what I do with myself. Like I am shit at exercising, but I don't mind going for a little walk with the dog, right? But I don't want to go fast. So if you want to walk with me, you come on a little stroll. But I I don't beat myself up for not running marathons. But that's what we do no, to our oh kids. God, no. We're like, you've got to run that bloody marathon. Like,
5: why? Yeah. And I never thought that Louis had any limitations ever until someone said. Until, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, that's and really then I went huge, through huge actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I feel like I'm back to normal too in terms of my expectations with him. Now I feel like, oh, this is fine. Like we just we're fine. Yeah. I went through a period of fear. Yes.
3: Yeah, well, it is. It's very scary.
5: It's really mm.
4: scary. And because you don't know what you're doing parenting anyway, and then they add this in and you're like,
5: oh, well, I'm fucked. Yeah, and when they slid that report across the table at me, it made me feel so guilty for not noticing, not knowing. You know, I felt like I'd ignored things. And I'll never forget when I went down the road to this flash school and met the principal and was explaining it to her, I just burst into tears in her office. I cried and cried because I said I've just let him down, I've let him down. Um. And she was great. And they were actually a great support during the lockdown because they had them on Zoom all day.
0: Yes. And, oh, awesome. And, yes, my school's like
5: look, that. Yeah. And and I needed that because I had to work, you yes. know, yes. Uh, sit here at my desk and work. And even though he hated it, but they were also cool about the fact that he didn't want to be on camera. Yes. yes. They were cool about the everything. They are cool about everything. Yeah. And he had one lady that he could just work with whenever he wanted to and yeah yeah so we have that
4: we have one lady and we're allowed to call her her first name too so (laughs) and we just deal with her but I mean I don't know whatever works whatever school works
5: so right just we've got to remember that haven't we whatever works that's my attitude but it's sometimes hard to remember that with the kids you sort of feel like no there's things I should be doing
3: and I think um, that you, from the minute you conceive or give birth to twins, it's a guilt that singleton families don't really deal with, you know, because it's always like that baby's crying, I can't get to that baby, I've got to get to that one. You always feel like you're letting one down. Yeah, don't you? And you yep. never get that chance
5: to just lie on the couch with a sleeping baby no. on you. that's right. You feel ripped I off. S- <laughs> yeah, you do, right? I see little Edie. Even yesterday my brother sent me a photo of Edie asleep on him, on yep. the couch, ha- yep. having her nap on him. Yeah. And I thought, oh, i never, ever done that with my kids. No. no. It's just a machine. You go
3: in and you go in and just, and then I've yep. got to quickly go and have a shower and then I've got to get back and then one of you's already
5: crying and then you're both crying and now you're up and now we're <laughs> yeah. feeding and now we're changing <laughs> nappies. And, you know, it's just. And I, I don't know about you, but I sat on the floor for about two and a half years yep. because, yep. yeah, because I yeah. just felt like I couldn't pick them both up so when they started yeah moving I thought I'll sit on the floor so they always feel like they can sit on me if they want to yeah yeah
4: yeah I spent a lot of time on the floor yeah I remember being on the floor and a friend of mine loved fancy afternoon teas and she'd made this whole afternoon tea and I remember just sitting on the floor like looking at them thinking I hate you (laughs) (laughs) not my kids the women (laughs) yeah of course
2: Oh, I was like, Come and sit down still, here I with still me. Sit on the
5: floor. I'm comfortable on the floor.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'd worked in childcare, so I was used to that. Like, I'd made a career out of sitting on the floor. So, uh, but then there was a time where I was sitting on the floor and they're off and going. And I was like, um, I think it's time yeah. to
5: sit up on the couch now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Always changing. My husband says, everything's a phase. Just remember it's that. It's true. Everything's a face. He said that since they were born. You know, yeah. I'd get so head up about something and he'd say, it's a face. It's like three months max or three weeks, you know, it's a phase. Oh, he's right. But it's
3: harder for us to think about that sometimes when we're so tired and our brains are not working properly because we're so tired. So anxiety and depression and all those things that come in from a non-working brain.
4: Yep.
3: Um, And sometimes if they're getting more sleep or they're not expressing, yes, it's clearer Mm. for them.
4: Yep. And yeah. so far the twin phase has been 15 years of my life. That's quite a long phase. (laughs)
5: God, and what about, does anyone ever say this stuff to you about adult twins? The lady at my post office has adult twins. They're like 21 now, and she always says to me, why do they start rooting each other's friends? Oh, (laughs) (laughs)
3: Oh my God, I love an honest twin mum. That's brilliant. Hilarious. What does one say to that? (laughs) She (laughs) goes, are
5: they rooting each other's friends? I go, mate, they're 10. No. (laughs) <laughs> She's been saying it since they were two. Oh, <laughs> I
4: know. Well I've got identical boys, so I'm the I am the who knows what's gonna happen with knows? that. Yep. Could happen. They yeah. Could happen. That could <coughs> happen. I'm just Oh you know, my goodness. Whatever. That's mm. that's not a phase I'm in at the moment. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's what we tend to do. Like we're just, okay, that's a worry for another day.
5: Yeah. yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah it's, it's absolutely, we're yeah. worry are not talking about that. that. <laughs> when Sorry. it happens, that's what I would try to do. I'm Buddhist, so I'm like, mate, don't worry about things that aren't happening. We are yeah. so much time worrying about things that may never even happen.
4: I know because would you have predicted that you'd spend a whole year at home? No. No,
5: exactly. We didn't right? worry
4: about this. Mandy and I worried about being busy.
5: Huh. I know. Now no. we're
4: busy but we're stuck in our house. <laughs>
5: Yeah. You know. I know. This has just been a great teacher for all of us, hasn't it? We never know what's going to happen in the following year. So this is just reminding us of that.
3: And a bit of an equaliser. Yeah, I think Mm. so too.
4: You know, I know the rich people have suffered in their mansions, but for (laughs) most part we've all been stuck home. Yeah. You know, we've all had our kids with us. And unless you've got a good NDIS plan, all of your carers are gone. So we've really all... (laughs) Had to do the same shit this year.
5: Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And so. and also just, I think that the uncertainty or just having just just understanding really having to face up to how little of life is in our control. Yes. Yes. has been challenging for yeah. everybody. No matter where you've gotten to spend your ISO, you yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, look at Beck Jard. She's in her mansion <laughs> and all that. She's still losing her shit. I know. You know. So like she because can't. she's got twins as well. Yeah, yeah, she's a twin mum. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, um, and she's a lovely girl. I mean, we all, you know, wherever we are, the the having this control ripped from us, yes, is, is really challenging.
4: Yeah, it's really challenging. That's right, mm. and I think we've all felt it. Mm. Yeah, it's been. Don't you
3: think though, when you have twins, that that control, any sort of control that you thought when you were going to be a new mum, was taken anyway. <laughs> Like, yeah, a bit. So there was a bit of that that we kind of already knew. And for those of us with kids with, you know, um, yeah. what's the word,
5: uh, all sorts of disabilities, that's yeah. sort of how we live anyway. I suspect that's true of, of motherhood. Before you had twins, either of you, or were you straight in with the twins? Oh, like mine
3: were my first, but Kate. I had three others.
5: Yeah. Right. So I suspect that just motherhood probably – does that to most women doesn't it doesn't it um, just turn your life upside down it did yeah, for me but yeah. i think
4: twins stripped me bare <laughs> fair enough yeah okay not just the me. rest was challenging but two screaming babies yeah you know picking babies yeah. up by their clothes so you can pick them both up i mean that <laughs> you're not worried about the neck you know <laughs>
2: Are these breast oh, yeah. studs gonna oh.
4: hold. Yes, it's a completely different journey, there we go, of parenthood when you've got journey. two of them at
5: the same age. Toilet toilet paping to d- toilet paping, toilet training, two people at once, you yep. know, double gastro. Remember yeah. those nights? Double gastro. Yep. 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 Double yep. ear
4: infections. Just oh, yeah. living at that doctor's. Yes, yes. After yes, being a mum who never went. I was just like, yeah, can we just make another appointment for next week while we're here? Yeah.
5: <laughs> we can have a, a temperature by Sunday. Oh, when the chemist people know you. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. Oh.
4: They still know me. Oh. Well, yeah, you're, you're
3: a super twin mum. You are. And we're so grateful to speak to you today. Is there something you... Have so we, are you. Have you're we, so helpful. Have we missed anything that you would love to tell the P-Tribe about your your story?
5: no just that just I'm really grateful to you for your podcast and it's the first one I heard that was about all of the things (laughs) and um and I do and I love your attitude because I I am constantly afraid of getting it wrong saying it wrong and I know that the disability community even can be like like you know everyone's so quick to put shit on everyone else to tell you that you're wrong you're not good enough you're not right enough yeah you're not Oh, it's so irritating, upsetting, harmful, hurtful. It is. And I've been through the phases where I've just shut down because I'm like so scared and tired of being told I'm wrong, I'm not right enough, I'm not right on enough, I'm not good enough. You just go, oh, I'm just going to not talk anymore. Yeah. Then. I'm yeah. not going to try anymore then. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah,
5: it's so I, true. Yeah, and I know that, you know, when you put yourselves out there in a, in this context that I'm sure I don't know but I'm sure you get your fair share of people for whatever reason trying to tell you to stop yeah and I'm just I'm really grateful to you that you don't because I get a lot out of your podcast so thank oh, you so thank much you. and even just today just hearing you just hearing you say yep 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 a couple of times <laughs> I was like oh, oh it's not just us no <laughs> you
4: are not alone no we're no. all here.
5: Yeah, thank you. It's really tricky.
4: Yeah. Well, we get a lot out of your podcast. We've been listening to you for years. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. You're a pioneer. Hopefully, we can meet you in person one day.
4: Oh, well. Victoria, who knows? Imagine. Imagine.
5: (laughs) We'll go out for (laughs) Ty. Yeah, because you can sit on the floor there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: That is the truth. Brunswick Street or something, you know? Yeah, meet in the middle. Oh, oh dear. I know. This is how deprived Street. we are, rest of the world. Listen to us all go, imagine going somewhere. Oh. It's just we can't
5: even.
4: All my cousins live in Ireland and they've just been given a 5K, um, you Yeah, know. I read
5: that to save Christmas, right? Uh, yeah, and
4: I'm like, you, it's cold there. Their houses are small. Um. It's tough. It's way, It'll be tougher than what we did. Even though we did do it over a very cold winter, it's not the same. No. So, but I'm um, like, you poor, poor suckers because it was yeah. shit.
5: Hang in there, guys. Hang they're, in there. Yeah. So hang in there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: At least you can walk on the beach where you live.
5: Me? Yes, I'm down by the beach. Yeah. yeah. That, helped.
4: that would be good.
5: Yeah, it is good. Yeah. i me in Melbourne, relax. Like the weather's shit. Yeah,
3: yeah. You should have gone back to Queensland last year, man. You thought I know,
4: that? right? An idiot. Yeah. No, our city will be amazing again.
3: I know. I can't wait.
5: Yeah, I do love our town. I'm so do go, I. We're yeah. strong. We're worth it. Yeah. We are worth it. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah, well, thank you thank so, you so much. much, and um, yep, the peas will love to know you're love a part of the P's it. Job. They yep. will love it. So watch out; they'll be messaging you. <laughs> <Yay>! Yeah, sorry.
4: <laughs> Put everything on private.
3: <laughs> and heaps of twin mums, because we always say we're mediocre. we're mediocre. We're mediocre women. So
5: if you are too, welcome. Yes, welcome to oh, the mediocre yes. mum club. Yeah. Yep. Oh, thank you, because I I could be president of that. Thank <laughs> you awesome uh, we'll put all your
3: links to all yeah, your podcasts we'll all in, all your in the show in notes
4: and yeah yep. thank you so much thank you before we go i'm going to tell everyone to rate and review you know because yep. i don't think you're a podcaster if you don't say that
5: i don't say that i'm hopeless oh, but yeah, the, well no you're right i should i must remember to do that again yes yeah, rate, yeah i just say it's their job it's their job to do that yes. for us. Yeah, we're giving them
4: this for free. But oh, could, could I know, they please do that? And then reviews? they listen.
3: And we've got nearly two thousand. They're awesome.
4: Yeah, they're so really good.
3: I read them every day. I'm so um, <laughs> Mandy's up obsessed with them. I
4: never look at them. <laughs> Me neither. I never look at them.
3: Because <laughs> I, must have I read my... one bad one, I get yeah. The well, there I is know. You know there is some. Yeah. Yep. So we've... you've probably had more of that than we have in your career. So yeah,
4: how probably...
3: would
5: I know? I never read. Yeah, them. well, no. perfect. And we don't have a
4: career, so it's
5: fine. We don't have a career. We're just
3: mediocre bumbling along, but thank you. Thank
4: you so much for your time. Bye. Thank you. you. Bye. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you.